Hello, hello, hello. Greetings, friends. I am your host, Melissa Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Cope, Hope, and Thrive. On Cope, Hope, and Thrive, we celebrate our present progress, breathe in the moments, and look expectantly to God to teach us how to cope and cultivate hope so that we can thrive right where we are. So hey, let's get started. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Cope, Hope, and Thrive podcast. I'm excited to have you with me today. We are going to dig in deeper to talking about the overflow. Talked about the overflow in a previous episode, and today I want to dig deeper into one aspect of the overflow. You know, the overflow is not a condition that just arrives overnight. We don't just get there. It is a process. Um, It comes from um, consistent and intentional actions that allow us to fill ourselves back up again to get to the overflow. But I bet you're asking, how do I know I'm in the overflow? Great question that only you will know the answer to. Well, why is that? Well, That's because everyone's place is different. Everyone's journey to what we're focusing on today, that inner peace, is going to depend on your personality, depend on your circumstances, the things that you've been through. So for the sake of this conversation, when I talk about overflow, I'm talking about arriving at that place of peace on the inside where you're calm and no matter what's going on around you. And because you're calm on the inside, it allows you to treat other people with grace. You interact with them from a place of compassion and humility. That equals the overflow. The overflow, you're giving out the extra because it is not something that you need to survive day to day. So how you maintain your peace is pivotal and it is also personal. So what does inner peace look like for you? You will probably need to examine that part of your life. What does that inner peace look like? What does it sound like? You may need to pause and go, hmm, I don't know. I, I We talk about peace and being peaceful, but what does it really look like? If you can define it in concrete terms, that'll help the process. Jesus uh, said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. When I read that, I think, okay, so our hearts should not be troubled if we have his peace. So to me, that means a heart not troubled or fearful is a heart that is peaceful. Hmm. When my heart is troubled, I'm fearful and I'm anxious. I'm wanting to control something I can't. And I'm also probably trying to avoid something negative. I don't want to feel a certain way. I don't want to enter into a certain situation that I may know the outcome is going to be negative. So all of that going on on the inside is not a peaceful heart. But then I think about Jesus's words of don't let. That tells me that I have a choice in the matter. His peace can't coincide with the fear and the anxiety. So I have a choice to make. Allow the fear and anxiety or what? Remain calm? But what does that look like? So if I reflect on myself, 
I have to ask, what's the root cause of fear in my life? What is the root cause of that anxiety in my life? Maybe that's an idea you'll have to unpack. Unpacking may take time and a trusted friend or counselor, and that's okay. But I encourage you to do the work of unpacking that. Asking yourself, what are the root causes of fears? <coughs> Excuse me. What are the root causes of fears in my life? What is the root cause of any particular anxiety? For me, it's about control and the unknown. Not knowing what is this going to look like? How is this going to turn out? Either way, it reveals my struggle to trust God with that particular thing. So when I have situations arise, I take myself through my own self-talk. It's like, okay, why is this scaring me? What is it about it? What can I do about it? Usually nothing. Um, I'm just turning over something negative or a fear, a doubt. And the end result, once I get through that self-talk, is me surrendering and then waiting for the calm to come. I really have to, I have to let go and go, okay, God, whatever the outcome is, I have to trust you no matter what, even if it's something that is bad. You know, I can say years ago, um, I was wrestling with something. I had read um, a quote that said, um, great faith comes from great trials. I believe it was Smith Wigglesworth who said it. And I remember going, oh, yeah, I want great faith. I want great faith. And then it was like, wait, a trial. Great faith comes from great trials. Does that mean that I'm going to have something bad happen and all this fear set in? And I wrestled with that for a while, uh, probably a week or two, just struggling back and forth with, no, it's okay, I don't want great faith. But then the more I kept saying no and I was resisting, the more I felt like I was keeping God out. And so finally, I had to stop what I was doing. I was at work uh, at the time I was working for um, a church magazine. And I, I stood up in my office and I just was like, okay, God, I, I surrender. I didn't want that, what I was struggling with to keep him from me, um, to keep me from God, to keep me from moving into the flow and receiving the calm because I was anxious and ooh, my nerves are bad. I, I needed some calm. So I had to surrender in the moment and go, God, I trust you no matter what, whatever the trial is. I have to trust that you're going to be there because you said you never leave me nor forsake me. And so a calm came, peace came, and something did transpire shortly thereafter that rocked my world. But because I had done that work of surrender, there was a peace that stayed with me through the situation. And it was such a piece that people around me were like, are you okay? Are you sure you are right? And I was like, yeah, I really was in that place of peace on the inside. And so that is when I think about this moment, that self-talk and walking through that, that place of surrender. And that leads me to Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else for it's the source of life. Wow, guarding your heart. It's important that we guard our heart, protect our heart, because out of our heart flow the things that we say, the source of our life, how we carry ourselves. From what do I need to guard my heart? Things that will contaminate it, negativity, things that will make what verse 24 right after that talks about. 
Um, Proverbs 4.24 says, don't let your mouth speak dishonestly. And don't let your lips talk deviously. So if I'm not supposed to, you know, speak dishonestly and deviously, that means that I need to make sure that what's in my heart doesn't lead to that. You know, the Bible just said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is coming out of my mouth is probably a good sign of what's on the inside and what I need to take a look at. I don't want to be in that place speaking dishonestly, um, you know, contrary talk. So I should be watchful of what I'm ingesting, my feelings towards other people, my attitude, any unforgiveness. I want to focus on the healthy content going in, just like what goes into my physical body. You know, there's research out there that shows a connection between the mind and the body. So I need to eat the right kinds of foods because it can impact my mood. Um, what I impact, what I eat impacts my energy level. So it's the same concept. If we're conscious of guarding our heart and not just allowing anything and everything come in through our ear gate and our eye gate, you know, and that's not, we're not running around, oh my gosh, this is going to contaminate me, but it's just being purposeful. You know, you can only watch so much news. You can only listen to so much negativity in the world before it starts to impact us. And we have to know our threshold. We want to know what's going on in the world. It gives us reason to pray and things we bring before the Lord. But at the same time, we also want to be conscious of how those things impact how we feel about other people, how we interact with other people, because we want to be in that place where we can um, operate, interact with, with people from a place of grace. So if I'm guarding my heart, I'm not allowing junk within, things that will cause fear and anxiety. I want to I want to purposely take in what will calm me and strengthen me. If I know I'm struggling in the area, I want to read some verses. I want to read some content that is going to encourage me in that place. And that takes me to Philippians 4, 6-9 in the Amplified Version. Oh my goodness. These, the, these verses are... I, I, just wait. Okay, hold on. Philippians chapter 4. And then six through nine, and I'm going to read it in the amplified version because it gives us those that extra. So here we go. Don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Okay, cool. Got to pray. Verse seven, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. That was a Christian standard version. Let me give it to you from the Amplified. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. So fretting, that's anxiety or have any anxiety. Fretting is that back and forth that, oh my goodness, and you're worried. Paul says, don't fret. Don't have any anxiety about anything, but pray bring those things to god thank god for doing them verse seven and god's peace 
shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God, oh my goodness, fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding and as it makes sense of the natural mind, shall garrison, I like this, garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Garrison and mount, those are military terms that means to surround and protect, to cover our heart and our mind. That means our emotions and what's happening in our minds. For the rest, Brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. That means to fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. Wow. So that place of peace is untroubled and undisturbed well-being. Man, I mean, I've read those verses so many times, but thinking about what we're talking about now, the overflow gives them a whole different perspective of thinking about you know what my mind what's happening in my mind so if i'm willing to work the word and put these verses into action isaiah 26 and 3 where it says you will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace for it is trusting in you it helps me to understand when i'm dependent on him I'm dependent on him to answer my prayer. I'm dependent on him to be there. I'm dependent on him that whatever comes, whether good or bad, that I'm going to be okay and that he's going to be with me. I'm showing my dependence on God and I'm showing my trust in him. Wow. So every day looks like what? Getting up, talking to God about the fears and anxieties. Setting healthy boundaries for what I will and will not do and say and allow to enter my heart. So it means I'm monitoring my heart. Nope, I'm not going to get an attitude about that. Nope, nope, not going to allow that in. Mm, nope, it's not worth, you know, getting upset about that. Or even, even if I do get upset, I'm not going to dwell on it. Developing a healthy diet, not just food, but what I intellectually and emotionally feast on. All of this is going to help me trust God. Depend on his love to calm me, and then his peace keeps me steady inside. Of course, all this is easier said than done, but it is possible. It wouldn't be in the Bible if it wasn't possible. We have Old Testament and we have New Testament. So that means God was very aware that as human beings, we're going to struggle with worry and fear and anxiety and wanting to control situations and having issues with our heart. And so he's laying out the things to help us be successful. If we would just trust the Holy Spirit's ability to do the work, that is where his grace meets us. You know, his grace will meet us right where we are. It is being open and transparent. God, I need help with that. And saying, okay, how are we going to do this day by day? 
So I encourage you today, what does inner peace look like for you? Take some time, go back over these verses and identify where where's my struggle? What is it that I need to root out so that I can attack um, the fear and anxiety when it comes? No, I'm, that's not. I'm not allowing that today. God, I'm going to trust you. And again, it's a progress, but I encourage you to keep going, to keep going. And little by little, you will see some victory. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you got going on in your life. And I will see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining me today on To Cope, Hope, and Thrive. I pray that you found some insight, picked up a tool that you can use to keep standing, and that you've been strengthened in your inner man by the power of God's might. Go ahead and look in the mirror and say to yourself, yes, I'm still here. And yes, my life is being redefined and redesigned. Before next time, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make sure you share this with a friend. Until next time, cope, hope, and thrive. Grace and peace. It's your girl, Melissa Taylor.